and welcome to Crimes Against Food. I'm Gloria Lynn. I'm Mia Steele. And a uh, happy new year to you. <laughs> yeah, oh God, yeah, happy new year. <laughs> 2010, one step closer to the end. <laughs> As we haul ourselves into the new year, groaning mm. from the weight of amount of uh, seasonal yeah. food we've consumed, we thought it'd be a good idea to, to kick off the new year with a, with a programme about fasting. Because it always seems at this time of year that people are already talking about, you know, diets, New Year's resolutions. Of course. Need to join a gym. Yep, I know. Yeah, ticking all the boxes here. Yep. Fatter, poorer, no wiser. <laughs> um, still making the same stupid promises to myself that I did last year. And frankly, every month, pretty much. <laughs> my my parents, my parents don't do New Year's resolutions. They do a uh, reality creating board because they're like that. It's great. <laughs> so they sit, they sit round. <laughs> It's really good thing. This so, is fantastic. No, because th- there are actually people who would make it happen. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah, they totally are. And they have rules, right? Basically, you make this, you make a board or, or you make you make a little piece of paper that you can stick up somewhere. And the rules are, it has to be, it's a bit like smart, you know, it has to be strategic, measurable. It has to be realistic and it has to be achievable. Right. And 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 it has to be specific. And it has to be something you want to do rather than you think you should do. Yes. And those are the, those are the rules that they lay down for the reality creating. They're excellent rules. I know, they are, aren't they? That's because, a- you, I mean, are you, are you the same? I only do things that I want to do. I've realised now I am an entirely selfish being. I mean, completely selfish. Yes. Even when I'm spending time I've with, with, with ah. my family. Yeah, thanks, Gloria. <laughs> Even when I'm spending time with my family and, and they're made happy by, say, a thoughtful birthday card or something like that. Really, it's still a selfish act because I want them to like me and I want them to think I'm pretty special and want to spend time with me. So everything is, is, is to my own benefit. Everything, no matter everything, how nice a gesture. Everything kind of is, though. I mean, just in life i mean yeah. particularly as a teenager as a teenager some uh, teacher once said to me the world doesn't revolve around you you know and i said yes it does my world does doesn't yours and brilliant <laughs> which is of course the truth i think i i once said to someone that um i couldn't really understand why he was going on about other people all the time like they were real because i at the age of 22, I was still kind of convinced that they were all robots. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and, and just to kind of looking around in disbelief and not really convinced, you know, because because it's the whole... The only reality you are just I actors. Own, yeah, you're just like, oh, like small-lined actors in, in, in the huge movie that is my life. I know, it's it. The only, <laughs> the only, the only uh, reality I trust is my own subjectivity. Absolutely, yeah. And even that's unreliable. And to be fair, so many of these people are so kind of moronic. That they must know, be robots. That, that if they're not robots, then they're giving humans a bad name. I have to say, I have had moments like that, but um, they, they may be when I've been in slightly altered states. Usually, it's yeah. my default setting. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you mean drunk or do you mean in the grip of a righteous anger? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> or both. In the grip of a mighty <laughs> anger, I shall smite upon thee. And I, I have to say, you might, I might be unleashing a bit of smiting this episode. Yeah. My God, if I had some thunderbolts. There's some people, <laughs> there's some people this episode. When we were doing the research for this episode, I think my jaw dropped. Yeah. A number of times. <laughs> Dear God, 
You just you just you wait until we get onto the crimes in this episode. The new GL. Just you wait. <laughs> From calm to angry in three seconds. <laughs> For it. All you need to say to me is breath and aerism. Oh god. Get, get, we'll get onto that. We, it's, we went, it's actually we quite interesting to watch you because um if I think everyone must have seen the whole kind of Lord of the Rings trilogy, and there's a moment when <laughs> when he offers the ring to this to this elf of the wood played by Kate Blanchett and she kind of she becomes this blue glowing backlit more powerful than you've ever seen yeah, I will be beautiful and terrible <laughs> <laughs> people will fear me it's it's just it's fantastic it's a brilliant kind of cinematic moment Gloria is, is a bit like that when she gets mad <laughs> I've got my own soundtrack and everything <laughs> a wind machine that you can't even see just flicks on and the hair though, is all I was feeling, swirling I was, around. I was feeling some swirling energy around Mia as well. Yeah. She, she, there was there was some there was some darkness yeah. Yeah. there as well. My anger was more the kind of the dark still anger of of a moss on a damp on damp rock. No, no, no. There, was, there was power. There was power there. Mia. Do you think? Yeah, there was rumbling beneath a, the surface. Yeah, there was yeah. definitely. But it was a cool. It was a cool. Yeah. Dark anger. I felt. I felt like my anger had some determination in it. Like one day I would eradicate. I would eradicate these people from the planet. The yeah. day I'm kind of diagnosed with some awful terminal illness, they're on my list. They're gonna go before I am. I don't care if I have to finish them myself. To be fair, though, it's highly likely they will go before you. Yeah. There yeah. is that. What a nice leading. <laughs> Why is that? Because. They're unusually stupid. Yes, but we can't. We can't talk about that yet. No, we can't. You see, look at us. Look at us. We're so dying to. to kind I of, know. We're so dying. Get to on with the anger. No, yeah, no. yeah. But no. Let's let's first of all let's do, let's do a bit of context. Right. So yeah, we we so we kind of thought we'll look at fasting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sir, it's an ancient idea. It's and one of the things that came up, and I was trying to think because I think that this time of year in our kind of Western culture, everyone goes, "Oh God, I've got to fast." January is the time yeah. for fasting. But looked looked up doing a bit of, of research. Fasting seems to be part of the major, all of the major world religions. Of course, I mean, even before we had the religions that we're familiar with now, the kind of oh, it's kind of Judaism, the big three, the big monotheistic yeah. religions. Um, even your small and pagan Hinduism, things, you know, which sacrifice, which is essentially what it is, going without. Yeah, y- you're sacrificing the life of your most prized lamb, of your daughter. Or it's sacrificing your energy for that day. You're sacrificing your food. You, you, you're giving it to the ground and or to the gods. And it is it, it's a really ancient idea. Before we really had, I mean, that's a recurrent thing in yeah. all religions, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And and you know, you have this context. Something. So in Christianity, you have. I mean, the biggest fast is probably Lent. Yeah. And is yeah. in Islam, it's Ramadan. And in Judaism, I don't know because I'm rubbish and I, I could look it up on Wikipedia, but you know what? I'm not going to cheat. I'm not going to pretend that I researched that. No, way. no. If you know something, you know it. If you don't, you don't. And there's no point trying to come at it from everybody's perspective. It is, it or, is. or you'll just be a gabbling mess. I will. I will be a gab- like I'm not already. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a vocal hall of mirrors. You're not quite sure where she's coming from <laughs> next. Edit master, would you? <laughs> Would you go back and wipe that out? Thanks so much. <laughs> yeah. The first couple of episodes we put out, I did spend a while going through, taking out me going, but you know what? I'm going to leave those ones in for you. Yeah. They're, what a they're, treat. they're a beaut. You can have them <laughs> from me so, to you. So um, from religion to to, I mean, the natural progression, I, th- I think, am I going to leap straight in with the hippies? No? No? Well, I think Stay one, of the, one of the key 
I think we have to touch on one of the key ideas in religious fasting from a Christian point of view, right? Which yes. is the mortification of, the, well, not mortification of the flesh, yeah. but yeah, it is in order to come to a closer relationship with God, which I think duffers duffers. <laughs> Can we edit that one? Uh, differs, <laughs> differs slightly from some other contexts put around fasting in, say, Buddhism. Some monks fast like for half the day. Yes. Um, in order to be aware of their body so that they can be kind of more, you know, focus on the spirituality because there is something about fasting that focuses the spirit. Whereas there is this idea in Christianity, I think, that it's a denial of the flesh rather mm -hmm. than an acceptance yes. of the flesh yes, it of is. the body. It's not about becoming more in tune with the body. It's about kind of, it's, it's punishing yourself before the wrathful Christian God can. It's saying, yeah. look at me. I'm a bad, bad puppy. Well, it's like kind of it's overcoming, isn't yes. it? It's overcoming your your sinful flesh because it's your flesh that is your sin. Oh, well, you know what? Well, yeah. I am going to Wikipedia this because I just want to see if I Wikipedia got that what? Sorry, right. um, I want to see the whole kind um, of Catholic thing. Yeah, the whole well, Catholic. I mean, obviously, I come from a Catholic point of view, but yeah, that that is completely how I, how how I get it. I mean, food like sex in Catholicism, especially in my school, was was very much. Um, on, on the guilt agenda really oh god we had we had food collections you were made to feel guilty in fact one of the tricks they had they'd give you a smarty tube they would say oh you can go and buy and buy a tube of smarties and you can eat all the smarties but then you've got to fill it with pennies and bring it back because that was your payment for having the sin of having had something nice like some sugar and chocolate you couldn't and then they'd have harvest fairs and oh god yeah. you had to bring cans of things in because i mean basically every time they wanted to trick you in something it was followed by think of the starving children in africa you oh, know right. we, we were the guiltiest bunch alive you kind of every mouthful was a bit kind of measured and it was also a useful trick in making you eat the rancid school food <laughs> the custard that that became a lump as soon as it hit your plate you know it was oh, other people would, would would be lucky to have this there are oh, starving yes. people when you think, uh, as you get older, you kind of think, really, would they? Probably not. No. But then, you see, I think there is something about some forms of fasting, which is about you you become so aware of what you crave and what you want that it makes you very aware and appreciate what what you what you have. No, absolutely. Which, yeah. you know, is, is, is one good way of doing it. But then, of course, when we're talking about fasting... Mm. What do we mean? What do we mean by fasting? Because when you say fasting to me, I think of hunger strike. Yes. Which is another purpose of fasting that we should go into, that, you know. I think I next. kind of answered my own question earlier when I was babbling on and I said, well, um, oh, I think of it as uh, an undefined period of time, which right, I really didn't answer my question because that's not how I think of it. I think of it as a long, un uh, as a long yet undefined period of time. So when, when, you, when you think of breaking your fast with your toast and coffee in the morning or your cereal, whatever yeah. you have, you know, you've not eaten for a, for the time you've been asleep. That, yes. that, that's the fast you've 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 just you've just you know done, and you're breaking it with, with some with something some nice small beautiful thing on morning. But um, I always think of fasting as yeah, as like a, a three day event at minimum. Yeah, with, with and potential I think of it as, I think of it is kind of in the kind of um, it's like in 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 Ramadan and in Islamic faith, it's it's nothing touches your lips. Yeah, from from sun up to sundown. Is that right? Uh, I yes. I think you can only... You, um, are they allowed sips of water? Or, 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 no, or, no, no that's the thing. There's no water from sun up, but only from sun up to sundown. Yes. And then and then after. I mean, for, for people... 
But, if, but if you have faith and if you if you have the determination to actually see out the entirety of Ramadan and adhere to it properly, it must be you must feel wonderful. It must be like you've climbed your own Everest because it's so hard. That is even hard. I mean, this is why people fail at diets. Because <laughs> giving up food for even a couple of hours, it, be, it becomes a mental thing then, doesn't it? Because um, you've given it up. It, that, that That's where the difficulty comes in. And then you constantly have a reminder. Yeah. It's like, I used to know someone who said to kind of, you know, he would actually set things up for himself to, he was kind of talking in a spiritual context, to remind himself to focus on something. And fasting, I suppose, is a bit like that because it constantly brings you back to reality because you hungry yeah so it's the stone in your shoe you walk along and you know with each step that you take you're reminded of, of what you so i can see why it can be in a religious context but you know it can also be it can also be that you fast simply by you don't eat any solid food or you know you could do a juice fast or you might just reduce your intake um to one kind of one meal a day and i yeah. think the thing about fasting in these kind of contexts is it has a set period it's never for more than like what 40 days or something i think it's it's not it's not for much longer than that no because then i i think a fast is is by definition it's a period of time that is not your lifespan it's not a lifestyle change that you've entered into is it you haven't no. decided to become a vegetarian which is not going to last three weeks, but going to be a, a choice that you've made forever, presumably, or until you know you have a change of heart and you just can't stand not having a burger anymore. But um, but a fast is is it's a period of time, yes, and you decide it. But yes. it's, it's or not it, forever, you, yeah. It's, or it it's not. Be, yeah. It might be. Or it might be set if, as in Lent. It's not know, like giving up smoking. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not forever, and I think that's another important thing. And also, a fast is not. So it can be eating, but eating less, and it's not starvation. No. That's the other important thing to 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 point out. Although, what's yeah? Because I mean, the process, but the process by which you get to starvation, and this again, it came up in when we were looking mm -hmm. at this stuff. Is first of all, so we get our energy from glucose, which comes from. This is going to be. I'm I'm sorry to anyone who kind of actually has a proper understanding of this out there, because I'm about to say. All the wrong things. No, probably not. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Let's yeah, we'll be fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're so definitely up on the night. Yeah. But my understanding of it is, so you kind of, it's like, I have this picture in my head. You have kind of like, if you had a, if you had a cupboard, you'd have the thing on the bottom shelf and then the shelves above. And the shelves above are harder to get. So you, so your body always goes for the thing on the bottom shelf, which mm -hmm. is usually the glucose in your blood, which comes from food. And then if that's not there, it'll go for the thing on the shelf above, which is um, the kind of what you get from, which is stored in your body, the energy which is stored in your body, which is stored in your liver and, you know, in there. And so if you can't get that, go to the second shelf. If you can't get that, if there's nothing there, I'll go to the third shelf. And that'll be the energy which is stored in your fat um in your body so you know that's why we have a nice little layer of fat that'll keep us going in the yep. kind of long winter months once you've broken down all your body's fat stores you start to go into ketosis which is where your body starts eating protein which is basically where your body starts eating itself Hang on, and I, that is starvation it is i mean i have a different understanding i have ketosis as a state at which you start burning stores 
and that oh. in, and that includes fat and fat oh, yeah, goes first. It, but, but it's when so ketosis is is because I'm pretty sure that ketosis is a state that people are aiming for when they do say the Atkins diet. Okay. And and you pee on the little sticks and everything, yeah. and you're making sure that that, that um, you're checking for the content of something in your urine, and the ketosis is a state you want to be in because that means you're in a fat burning phase. Obviously, what you don't want to then enter is the bit when your body starts metabolizing itself, including all your lean tissue and your vital organs. Yeah, and that and that that is the official definition shelf five. of starvation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. shelf the top shelf. That's 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 starvation. When you've reached that point, you're, you're dead. Yeah. So I mean, you know, you could do fasting and just don't and only ever go through the second shelf, which would be you know you start going to what's stored in your body. Yeah. Because if you've eaten that night and you're in the next the next day then you'll still have stores so you can use them up because it stays in your body for kind of 10, 10 hours or so. So, you know, you never actually go to any kind of level of, no. of starvation. But, um, so we have that kind of, that that is an important distinction to make as well because when everyone kind of goes, oh, I'm fasting, I think you must be so hungry. <laughs> and I have to say, emotionally fasting, whoa, not, not, not for me, but no. that's because I lack the faith. And I think for me, fasting fasting is, it's not about wanting to be thin, in essence. Yes. Whereas a detox, we could, which, which written down could look exactly the same in instructions. You know, you're allowed a blended pear with a bit of milk twice a day or some water between 8 and 12 and then only vegetables after that. You know, these things can be defined however you choose, but... Um, a detox for me is very much about kind of direct health benefits and probably getting down a dress size or two. Yes. Now, this is the thing, isn't it? Because then you start to go into the the, the great debate about the health benefits of fasting mm-hmm. because, you know, we live in a more secular society. So people's reasons, people still do fast, but people's reasons for fasting might be slightly different. And this is where you start to get into the dodgy area. Yes. You start. Uh, you, start <laughs> you start to get into oh. the... The the great debate about the fat or not so fat mice. That's the great debate. <laughs> How fat are these mice? Do they have chubby mice cheeks? Do, they, do their teeth look tiny compared to their massive Actually, fat heads? These were poor emaciated mice because there was this there was an experiment that they did, and some mice they fed normally. They were right. happy mice. Yeah. And some mice, because, you know, mice don't really have a religious concept. I think this is an unfair experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mice, not First of all, we should give them a tiny mouse god. <laughs> 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 it's not really <laughs> a control group, is it? <laughs> it would have made it too complicated. I'm sorry, in my head, I went straight to, this is going to probably offend some people. I'm going to say, um, a tiny mouse on a crucifix. Anyone? Oh, nobody. Did you? Nobody. Yeah, immediately. I went to, I went the, to the tail is even wrapped around the base of it in, in a sad little curl. Now, isn't that funny? Because I went to a mighty fat mice on a throne with kind of flames behind it <laughs> and some kind of kind of gold gold decorations. Yeah, and yeah. Mine was a pagan god. Wow. Yeah. But you see, I think that, that that's because a part of you is kind of like a bit undecided and, and, and could embrace something that was quite fun. Whereas I'm much more cynical and, yeah, I just want to inflict this on other people. You, you stupid unfortunates, have some of this. I had to deal with it. So, so yeah, the yeah. poor mice have to, I mean, they don't, get the, they don't get to choose a nice, you know, religion. No, like they don't. Hinduism. Um, no, 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 they don't, they don't, in fact, they don't have, any, let's just, they don't have any religion no. at all. No, no mice, God. No mice, God at we're all. We're assuming, 
We're assuming yeah. that wasn't noted in the results. No, no. As to whether they had formed some kind of belief structure to kind of rationalise this starvation. Because it, anyway, it wasn't starvation. Maybe we should get one of the breatharians to have a telepathic kind of communion with some mice and see what <sighs> yeah, they yeah, think. Yeah, give them about some prana. Yeah. Oh, we'll get on to those breatharians oh, in a minute. Um, but anyway, so they did this study, and actually, I think it was they were looking at. It's billed under, whenever you see it reported on the on the the net, if you kind of Google mice and fasting, what a combination of words. You'd think you'd mm-hmm. get a Google work, but you don't. Um, you get uh, all pages about and saying people saying that um, fasting can make you live longer, but that's not exactly what they found. What they found was they had three groups of mice... <laughs> All pitted against each other in a tiny little Lord of the Flies. No, not like that. <laughs> With no mice god. I'm still still going. No. And one one group of mice they fed normally. And one group of mice, they just reduced their calorie intake. Mm-hmm. And one group of mice, they fed them normally one day and then fed them nothing the next day and then fed them normally one day and then fed them nothing the next day. Right. And what they found was that the in the group where they had had calorie intake reduced, yeah, the improved they've because it's been it's kind of been shown that in animals if you reduce calorie intake it improves kind of brain function as the animals get older and also less incidence of Alzheimer's developing. I may be completely paraphrasing that research, in which case I apologise, but that's my understanding of it. And in the group where they fasted. Yes. The brain function was the same. Right. So basically what they were saying was you could fast instead of reducing your calorie intake and the effects would be the same. However, they also found that the group of mice which fasted were not as skinny as the mice. From the reduced calorie. From the reduced calories. That makes sense though. Yeah. I mean, to me, so they they had the same amount of calories overall. It just had the same effect as reducing calories because consistent effort. I mean, if if you look at it from a human perspective, if you were to reduce your calories, actually do it properly every day, and and not not have little lapses where you just have to have that family sized bar of chocolate, but um, but consistently do it, then you would see huge results. Yes, would you put it in in the in the context of January? Yes, and fasting. It's completely futile as an effort to reduce weight. You'll of see course. short-term gains, but you won't do it anything because long-term. Your body is so clever. Your like, body l- let's is have so a clever. moment to appreciate the cleverness of your body. We do. And we should do that yeah. every, every episode. Here in Gloria, appreciate yeah. your body. How clever is our body? <laughs> it's so clever. <laughs> Just look at your hand. God, what your hand can do. It's a miracle of, um, of um, you know, design. Yeah. But, um, but, but your body's much smarter than you. And... It's as soon as soon as you begin to get hungry, and it, it you know it says in a few hours that you, you're not about to feed it. Um, It'll go day, to the second shelf. The day after, it's going to go to the second shelf. You might be hungry for the day, but the day after, when you feed it, it's going to slam some of that back back on the second and third shelf. It's laying down some deep stores. Oh yeah, you're going to maintain as much body weight as your body can as your body can muster, um, because you know it's 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 clever. It's yeah. doing its job. It's, it's making sure you stay alive, on, on, alive. On, on, on as few materials as, as you're putting into it. 
as it yes. possibly can. So, of course, what happens is when, as with, I really feel, I wouldn't be a scientist for the world because what happens is these things get reported, right? And everyone kind of willfully misinterprets the data and says, fasting's good for you. Oh. And this means you get some load of baloney as, um, as, as is, oh God, as is posted on yeah. this website here, which is kind of, when I started to do research <laughs> for this, you get a whole load of kind of basically snake oil merchants, <laughs> snake oil merchants. This side of kind of eating is yeah. just full of freaking charlatans. And I, I, yeah, yeah. it rubs the lotion it. on its skin. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh OK. Here, and, and, it's, and the worst thing about it is it's dressed up as science when it's actually yes. bollocks. Here we yes. have, can I, can I just give you this? Go on. This, this, this is a quote from a website saying, why fast? Uh, why, why should you fast? And it's giving you all the health benefits of fasting. Mm-hmm. During fasting, your body will autolyze or self-digest its most inferior and impure materials and metabolic waste, including fat deposits, abscesses, dead and dying skills, cells, bumps and protuberances, damaged tissues, calluses, furuncles, mortification, growths, amazingly various kinds of neoplasms. I mean, that including this is so dangerous. It says here abnormal growths of tissue and or tumors. Oh, oh. Oh, get behind me, you devil! You devil! Just uh, <laughs> this is the sickening thing about this stuff because basically, that's in some ways true. Because what that means is your body will self it will eat itself. Yes, it will, but your body does not distinguish between what is, you know, what 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 we want and what we like. Your yes. body will just go, give me some freaking fruit fuel. I'm in starvation. So it will eat itself, but it will not go, I'm going to eat this bad bit and not this good bit because your body no. does not have a moral judgment about which bo- bits of your body are good and bad. Oh, you can see, I can tell. Yeah. <sighs> and the rage I mean, is already beginning. I'm, I'm questioning how much kind of n- nutritional value compared to, say, your thigh muscles a tumour would actually have. Surely your body's going to make a judgment on on efficiency of how fast can I break this down and how much energy can I get out of it? How how many days can I I keep the mistress alive? One leg muscle coming up. Ignore the tumour. And I'm sure that in these these cases, you know, if you starve yourself, perhaps your tumour will will stop growing. Or maybe maybe it would diminish, but so would all your other life signs. Yeah, it's just... You know, it's... Everything will stop growing because it's dying. It's just it's so, so dangerous because people are out there looking for answers to actual serious problems. This is I mean, this is the thing that makes it the worst, isn't it? Is that, you know, you're looking at this and it's and it's people who are vulnerable that and are gonna desperate. Be, yeah, and desperate who are gonna be most receptive to the yeah. garbage that's being spouted in this. Oh absolute garbage. Because it also preys on that idea. And this is this is where actually I think for the first time we're doing a show where it's an Actual, some of the things that we're looking at yeah, yeah, are yeah. actual crimes. Yes. They're actual crimes. They're not like funny ha-ha crime. This is an actual, you know, jaw-dropping, I can't believe you're you're spouting this bollocks. Yeah. Um, really, really absolute rubbish. And it preys on that whole idea, again, of mortification of flesh and that you can have some kind of that your body is somehow impure. And we've touched on this in other yes. day with detox diets, cleansing. You don't need to cleanse your body. It's 
completely fine. There is no evidence that yeah. your body needs cleansing. You might feel better after it, but you know, it's not, it hasn't done anything. It's just that, you know, in your head, it feels better. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, all right, not to get too heavily into the detox thing again. Yeah, you might feel better if you give up caffeine, but caffeine's a drug. It's, you know, that's something you have in addition to the diet your body actually requires. It's not like giving up a whole food group, is it? It's not like reducing your food intake to grapefruits for a week and, you know, suffering the consequences. I'm, I'm assuming there'd be appalling cramps and probably a lot of wind involved in that. <laughs> and um, And some rather soft... <laughs> bowel movements please let's, yeah, let's not dwell let's on this not, not, let's not go too far into it but um yeah and it's oh, just and it's like all of this kind of pseudo mythology suddenly gets attached to it as well you know you can cure yourself you can heal yourself by doing all this no you bloody can't you know you can you can do the best you can but it's not there's no there's nothing to say that anything is gonna cure or heal here people will make money however they can and oh. and it's not just yeah it's dishonorable and it's disreputable and they should be attacked probably with with the food they disdain no until they they're buried be, under a mountain they of should it. bloody live live off the stuff that they push yes is what they should do what, or don't th- push they should be forced into adhering to what they what they preach everybody else they should i know but let that be a lesson to you yeah breath have your colon there. cleanses and your carbon diets and your wheat yeah. grass and your cleansing raw actually no to be fair there are some people who 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 prefer to living on a raw food diet and doesn't count as a fast but i still think no. it's a crock um you know yeah. and 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 say that that's brilliant and has solved all their problems so they're probably quite but they're not starving you know yeah. they're still eating three meals a day and, and and they don't think that they're getting some religious experience i'm assuming they don't think that anyway no no yeah. although some kind of belief systems probably are but i hate i hate the whole i mean i said this to you earlier it's people denying their animal I, I, by, by their animal, I don't mean like that. They're, they're soul animal, like they're wolf, <laughs> they're bear. What are you? Because I'm a tiger, Gloria. I don't know. Oh, I'm probably a monkey. Right, okay. Um, probably. Yeah, no, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Grinning, gurning, fall. Um, picking my own nits, that's absolutely me. But, I mean, you are an animal. You belong to, you know, a certain genus. You are of the animal kingdom. Why? Why? Why are they allowed to do this? I don't understand. It's and it's it's this it's this pseudo religious. It's this absolute desire to believe that there is something after this, and to prove it, we're going to make sure that everyone knows, as a human being, you can survive on oxygen alone. Oh wait, wait, Mia. You, and maybe you, some you, you're, you're, I don't know if we 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 we've just got to build up to these oh. guys. We keep alluding to them, but base. I mean, the the thing is. My point is, we, we are animals, and your body is a sophisticated machine, and it needs fuel. Yes. And and I'm not saying it has to be fuel of a certain type, although, you know, stay away from the goblin pies if at all possible. But <laughs> If only for your own sanity. Yeah, just, 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 just for the sake of your mind. <laughs> Taste but and decency. You need to put things into it. I mean, things that you can eat and drink, <laughs> not just objects to be inserted randomly into orifices. <laughs> but uh, but Me you need fuel, that. yeah. <laughs> You need to put things into you your body. You need to put celery in your ear. <laughs> Wax crayons wherever they fit. With, you know. It's important to your nutrition and survival as but a human being. Stop, 
stop dressing yourself up as something special like you're going to float off into the ether when it's all done. No, you'll be dust. Your cells will live on well beyond your reason. Yeah, it's give it, it up. Is it? Is it? It's that old Cartesian dualism, isn't it? <sighs> Which actually someone said to me the other day was kind of not really, it wasn't really a mind-body split, it's just how we read it. There's a kind of some kind of dichotomy in kind of the setup of Western tradition and coming from a Christian faith, which is that whole, you know, flesh, mm-hmm. soul, split, mind, body. But um, I, I don't really understand it. But someone said to me that actually that dualism is not really, it's just a misunderstanding. But my God, it's powerful. Of course it's powerful. Yeah. And it's catering to your deepest need that people want answers. They want something else because to face the fact that this is what you have, this yeah. is what you have as your, as your as the entirety of your experience is the most terrifying thing but because you see, it think... forces you to actually take responsibility for everything you do and enjoy your life <laughs> instead of just being crippled by doubt and fears and wondering about the judgment of some higher being what but what? If, you, if you do i think if you do some i think some religious fasting can actually pull you into that reality because i think that if you do it within that context you can you can fast and be hungry and be aware of your body in a way that you might not be if you continually kind of eat and feed it i'm and, not denying and, that take on food that, that, without that fasting experiencing itself will food. not heighten your awareness will not sharpen your senses will not mm. make you feel but i think that's a deepening of the connection between you and your body not um, yes. uh, it's not your spirit absenting itself from your body and going to some higher plane and speaking with you know speaking with the demons <laughs> it's it's that that's more about you becoming more in tune with with the animal that that is you it's, it's kind of understanding that you have a stomach and your body's driven by certain needs and requirements. Yes. And exerting the control over those makes you appreciate, you know, how vital you are. Yes. Yeah. The very no, blood being pumped around your body. It's, you yeah. know, th- this is how you work. Yeah. So we've already established that, uh, yeah, fasting for, for health reasons, debatable. Mm. Debatable. It's, it, it's, it's not going to harm you. No. To, to fast. No. In, in within certain parameters but you know it's not gonna massively you could just eat less and and it would have the same it would have the same effect vanity fasting is is is, vanity fasting well it's it's just pointless isn't it yeah it's just not gonna work it's just not gonna work you're gonna weigh the same so you know because your body's gonna shit itself isn't it and just think (laughs) oh my god we've gone in some kind of dead zone where there's no morrisons shelf free is looking very thin i need to fill up the shelf free only two days ago i was eating heinz products and happy as larry and now (laughs) now i've got no salt no sugar oh my god yeah run run and then and then of course yeah so you kind of get onto this and I think now we do just have to let it we go just, on. We, we've been, we've been let it rip, let it rip. So we thought we'd look into kind <laughs> of the, you know, what, what are people kind of putting forward as a kind of fast yeah. um, diet or, yeah. you know, food supplement or, or approach. And so, you know, we were looking at, we were looking at, you know, mm-hmm. the religions and we were looking at all of this and then, and I had in the back of my mind something that sort of my, years ago my mum had told me about and I was like, can't be true. Please tell me this existed. And it does. Oh, I kind of please tell me it didn't exist. Um, but yeah, breatharianism. Which 
just sounds like uh, like a, like a made up thing. I mean, it obviously it is. <laughs> It is. But no, that's the thing. But it sounds like we made it up because it's so shit. Um, what are you? I'm a breatharian. That's funny. I am a lampshade-arian. How uh, I live on lampshades. Mostly Ikea because I get more money. For, you know, I get more for my money and uh, the paper's tasty. Yeah. But... I'm a breatharian. Yeah, please. But right, okay, so that was so me in mind of kind of desiccated alien body just laid there panting shallowly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, there's been in the history of fasting, there mm. have been some people who have said they can't live without food. And um, there's oh, no, been... wait, wait, there's been some people who say they can live without food, you mean? Yeah, did I say can't? Yeah, because oh, I, I'm me. one of those ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, on, I'm on that side too. Let's uh, be <laughs> I'm not one of those who can't who can't live without food. Yeah, definitely. And not. in kind of religious context, there were kind of a number of mir- miraculous medieval people, mm-hmm. mainly women, um, who kind of were shown to have survived without food for a many long many a long year. And there's oh god, there's the tragic. Do you think the fact that the, there were more women speaks more about the credulousness of men and the the cunning? <laughs> Of the female sex, how willing they were to lie. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Mia, I think that I was. I I I think that these people who have entered into a state of not eating actually tend to be the more disempowered people in society. A voluntary something we need to get into. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure whether to put it now but, or put uh, it later. Were now they just later? early hoodwinkers though? Like, look at me. I'm I'm not eating, and I never eat. I'm special, you know. Well. I personally think, right, because actually what we're talking about is voluntary starvation. Mm -hmm. It goes to not voluntary fasting, but voluntary starvation. I think you have to be a bit, there has to be something peculiar or very powerful going on for you to even want to say that you don't eat food. Yeah. You know, because in in this century, you know, it's become part of a political movement yeah is hunger strikers who you know Which? from the suffragettes to the kind of the the in the movement with gandhi of the against well, the indian i want to say indian liberation movement but that's not what it was <laughs> it's about against <laughs> colonialism it's about Brilliant. let us rule our own bloody country yeah um you know peaceful protest that was, you know, hunger protests. Then the um, IRA prisoners um, in the 80s in the Maze prison, fast, you know, hunger striking as well. It's kind of, it's a, that can be a really powerful. Absolutely. Powerful and, but, tool. I mean, this is what we're going to juxtapose, obviously, against the old breatharians out there. Yeah. These people are denying themselves something that they need to live. This is the life force. This is it. Food. Th- yeah. This is your force. Let's not make any mistake about this. This is what keeps you alive. And they're saying not going to have any more because it's it's the only action they have left when they're backed into a corner. And yeah. it, it should, it does. And it should rouse powerful, sympathetic kind of instincts in you because you know yourself what it's like to be hungry. Yeah. Imagine being hungry for a day. Imagine being hungry for a week. I can't imagine what... the the terror and the sheer willpower it would take to get me through a week of not eating it, but it's also it's so powerful as well because it's the only yeah. it's the only it's like the only thing when you can't control anything else yeah you can control that you can control that and you know that's why it's like you know suffragettes and and a kind of uh, you know a peaceful political protest movement and p- prisoners who had very little control all of those people had very little control over 
what was happening in their lives. So they kind of took on that fast or well starvation mm. as a as you know as the only thing that they could speak with was was that you know like you say because food was the most important thing the, it was was one of the only things they had so they're saying yeah that's how important it is we're going to talk about that but then there's also the mm-hmm. voluntary starvation in a kind of slightly more religious context which started with the mad medieval ladies and a few saints and kind of canonized people and um kind of these tragic tales of these girls in victorian in in the victorian era just awful like it's actually there's an actual condition it's anorexia anorexia it's not anorexia nervosa which is where you you control what you eat as a fear often to do with being fed being fat it's anorexia and it is actually called mirabilis as in miraculous as in miraculous to do with um it's seen as some form of divine thing that you stop eating and so that's so clearly linked. If it, like, if you kind of think about it, if all major religions have a kind of fasting element to them, then it stands to reason that some people are going to get hold of that idea yeah. and run with it to starvation. And oh, it's just, just terrible. The one, the one that always sticks in my head is the kind of the case of the 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 miraculous Welsh girl. I can't remember what she was called, but it was the eighteen oh, sixty. This was really sad. I know it was too tragic, wasn't it? Basically, this is this girl who kind of wasn't eating i say that you know with with, with, Mm. you know inverted commas because clearly she was um and she she didn't eat and her vicar her local vicar became convinced that it was actually you know it was some kind of miraculous happening she was only 12 years old and so you know she started she became quite famous and started to receive gifts and stuff and of course there became questions about how was she actually or was she not so um they agreed this is the bit i can't understand right is if well you know there must be something odd going on so she's not eating and then they say well okay we'll have a test and medical supervision a child yeah i know oh god uh, it's so to the the nurses were instructed to not to give her any food but to give her food if she asked for it right that was the that was the the deal and uh and yeah she um so they kind of continued so they decided to go and i think about two weeks into into it the the kind of medical team said um she needs to eat um you have to you have to make her ask because she's not asking but you need to make her ask because she's she's ill yeah and and her parents said no 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 continue because either they were dumb or I don't know, or deluded or couldn't face the fact that it wasn't miraculous or whatever they said, continue. And the little girl died two days later from starvation because she had been eating small amounts of food and hadn't been able to eat small amounts of food under supervision. And that's how she'd been keeping alive during all of that time. I mean, that... You can complain all you like about kind of nanny state and, you know, social care gone mad. That would never happen. They'd like to think. Her parents, for even signing her up for some kind of general test like that, would be put on a register. You can't make decisions for somebody about whether they can eat or not. 
Well, no, because they believed that she was sustaining herself without eating. So they wanted it to be, they were confident that she would be proven. I don't know what they thought. Surely if you were that child's mother, wouldn't you think, you know what, before I subject her to being in a situation that she has no control of anymore, where she can't even have privacy, maybe I'll try going without food for a week. (laughs) See how well I do. (laughs) Or, or if, 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 me, if maybe I do, you know. Blessed. You wouldn't have been blessed by, by miraculous blessed. <laughs> blessed. I'll bless them. I'll bless them. It's all right. It was 100, 130 years ago. You, you, in fact, a lot more. 100 <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, calm down. 150 years ago, you're kind of there. God. Well gone. Safe from the, <laughs> yeah. from my wrath. <laughs> my <laughs> wrath. Clearly. <laughs> Which echoes down the down ages. Down God, are we quoting a film now? Is it Gladiator? I don't know. <laughs> it will echo down the Cut ages. to us wearing kind of like Roman gladiatorial outfits, but instead of clutching a sword, it's a baguette. <laughs> <laughs> I will pelt them with tomatoes. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. But it's a, it, it's, a, it's a powerful thing there. It's a, it is. And it just, it's so futile. I it's know, this search it, for what before there isn't and i it's hard it, it it's hard to deal with that that this is it because you know it's 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 disappointing it's scary but but also stop if it stop, stop stop trying to trick yourself into some otherworldliness i can't stand it i know but i mean i suppose there's also that thing of if you're like me and you there is the i suppose the ultimate crime to food is not to fucking eat it <laughs> pretty much a crime yeah. Like, yeah i mean what did i just i walked in today and i was like oh i'm, I'm just gonna have a cup of tea this evening i think i don't i don't want to have anything else to eat and i had a piece of cake in my hands within five minutes <laughs> within five minutes yeah piece of cake i don't think i said no to it not even not even a kind of a general demur i just i, I thought i thought for 10 seconds and i knew i was gonna have it because it's cake what can i say i'm an enabler <laughs> you are an enabler i am you're like I'm really bad you're the thin man who goes out to the shops and buys kilos of snickers and big macs and throws them onto the bed where his lover me moi the, the eater to your feeder is sat with thighs made of saddlebag leather because i've gotten so big and stretched i'm like a beluga whale thanks lover om nom 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 here, have my largesse. Oh, have gosh. it, have it all. And later, could you bathe me because my arms won't reach my waist anymore? Oh, yeah. Go fetch me my prime stick. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a Simpsons. I like it. Good quote. Good quote there. But so, you know what? This is great because we've gone all around the houses and we've, we still we've, touched on, we've touched on hunger strike and we've talked on this kind of anorexia mirabilis. Mm-hmm. And you know what? God, got to save the best to last, haven't we? So, yeah, breatharianism. We started off on them. Yeah. Do you know what? Do you want to know what a breatharian is? I think they do. Yeah, they do. If you already know, you're going to be like, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, stop dancing mm-hmm, around yeah, it. Yeah. Um, It's... Uh, Basically, it's that they believe that all humans need nourishment, but they believe that food and water can be replaced by love or the kind of divine love, which is kind of represented or not life force such as prana. Mm. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, no, no, you know what? Actually, I've seen everything I said before was total bollocks. I think maybe they might be right. I'm gonna give it a go. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, so what we're talking here is oh, God. is oh god, god, 
damn it. I mean, kind of decency prevents me from swearing like the navvy I would be swearing like if I were not recording this. There'd be lots of use of all the very worst words you can think of because these people deserve it. They really do. Absolute charlatans. I mean, I can't... Because... Three people have died. Three people have died attempting to follow the breatharian diet. And, you know, some might say, well, it's their own fault for kind of trying to, you know, to follow something which is so obviously ridiculous yeah, and, and, and ridiculous. Um, and, you know, but on the other hand, you know, I could say, well, you know, these might be vulnerable people who just needed that idea waved in their face. And, you know, they've gone off and done it. And yet these are three people who, who went off and, and tried to live the, the breatharian life. What? Didn't one of them make the Darwin Awards or something? Yeah, one of them made Exiting the Darwin the gene Awards. Pool. Because she, she went off, she went off, off into, um, up into the Scottish Highlands. Yes, into the Scottish Highlands because she wants to be close to nature. And she, uh... God. And she died from hypothermia, hypothermia. and yeah. dehydration brought on by not eating anything or drinking anything. You kind know. of obvious, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But let's not know. say it with any surprise. I mean, God, it, it's she went up there with just a tent as well, didn't she? She didn't take any supplies with her, just in case she changed her mind halfway through and thought, oh, I fancy a bit of marzipan. No, no. No, she went right up there and... Uh, but but that's that's awful because then I think, what if she changed her mind in the last hours when she was kind of entering her final state of nearing death? And, you know, like somebody who's kind of taken 20 paracetamol and, and half-heartedly hacked at her wrist and thought, Jesus, actually, this was just a cry for help. I really want to live. Picks yeah. up the phone, is dialing and passes out and dies anyway. And, yeah. you know, you think, you didn't really want to. It was just a mistake. What if she knew? What if she knew that she'd been a silly twat? Yeah, and just wanted a Snickers. I don't know though. I oh. think I think if you're if you're going to go up there with no provisions, then you are going to see it through. Yeah, you, know, you really. And even if it goes wrong, it's like, are you going to be prepared to say, yeah, um, I went up a mountain um, because I wanted to live on air. If if you're if you're that silly to begin with, going up a mountain and trying to live on air and then failing and giving up and acknowledging that you have to eat food sometimes would be a hugely important learning experience for that kind of person. God, wouldn't it Because be after that, you've turned the corner. I actually learned something. I'm yeah. not completely kind of, you know, so fraught with inattention. I can, I, I can pick these things up. It might take me a good go. But so, so you know, there are the, pe- the unfortunate people who, who've died from um, kind of attempting this practice. And then you have people who actually advocate this practice and this is the jo- this is this is the jaw dropper this is like the you you criminal you you complete criminal um i think the one it's, it's a woman called jasmine and um we watched a delightful clip of her on youtube uh advocating yeah. living on prana because your body needs nourishment but uh you know your your the nourishment can come from 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 prana from love doesn't have to come from food and water but yeah there are conditions yeah. to this meal isn't there oh there are conditions um you have to you, you can't you can't be some crappy old beta wave pattern like <laughs> you know beta brain wave you have to be alpha or theta is or it theta yeah it's, you alpha know, it's or once, theta. Once you, you, you just can't change be busy between. bees have beta patterns 
Yeah. Um, by busy bees, I assume she means everybody who has more than one single thought in their head a day <laughs> and has attended school and or bought something or eaten something that day or, you know, so had a conversation. Already, already they kind of, even more seductively, not only are you pure and yeah. lighter than air and above your body, but not everyone can do it. No, not you everyone know, can do it. You have to be superior. You have to try and try and try. And, you know, when you finally get to those brain pans, um, it's, it's a good thing that you'll be speaking slowly and you won't really be with it and you'll sound like somebody stoned because you won't have the energy to do much beyond that anyway. Yeah. Because your brain uses up 20% of your energy demands. Yes, it does. It does. So all you need to do is shut down that 20%. (laughs) (laughs) You too can be a thetan. Yeah, (laughs) you're golden. You're absolutely golden. Honestly, honestly, people actually ask her to come and speak at these freaking conventions and don't pelt her with pies yeah and the thing is we saw a youtube video she was speaking at a raw food convention which is ideal because all the food's really hard surely <laughs> isn't it <laughs> yeah, it's all vegetable all of it's my soft. raw potato yeah have a carrot in the cow. eye you stupid woman and she was there and she was wearing and she she just had kind of dickhead written all over her she had, she had a bad haircut and she had a silly scarf and a jacket that was a bit too big and slouchy because she's so cool because she travels this this is what came into my head um we, we we read a part about her first. What's her name? Jazz. Jasmine. Jasmine. Born okay. Ellen Grieve. She's Australian. Right. Okay. Jasmine. Why would you pick that as your own name? Because it's like spiritual. Right. I, I, I assume it means something amazing in pranic. It means um, I'm a dick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jasmine. Believe me, please. So anyway, um, apparently Jasmine was on a documentary, an American show. Is it called Sixty no, Minutes? No, it was an Australian. An Australian show. show. In 1999. In 1999. And I forgot all the details, but essentially she agreed to be monitored and I know, filmed. This is, this is the kind of height of, of weirdness. Yes. Is that she actually agrees for a crew to monitor mm-hmm. her, saying that, yes, no, I am a breatharian. All this food in my house. Oh, it's for my husband. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's for my husband. And, um, and, and, you know, and she didn't, she didn't do well the first day because, you know, she was in a hotel room and she needs to be in fresh air. So then she kind of went off to a, some kind of mountain retreat where they got fresh air. And uh, what, can, can I just clarify something? By didn't do well, that means she ate something. Yeah, kind of kind of big no-no in Breatharian oh, circles, I'm not, surely. I'm not, I'm not sure if it was ate something or they actually stopped it. They stopped ah. it after four days. Um, a dog, because the... the uh, they they had medical supervision on it, and the doctor uh, on four day uh, after four days stopped it. And um, I've got I've got the quote up in here. This is, this is on the wiki, but um, he kind of said uh, said that um, her pupils were dilated, her speech was slow, she was dehydrated, possibly over ten percent, getting up to eleven percent. Her pulse is about double what it was when she started. The risk if she goes any further, a kidney failure. 60 minutes would be culpable if they encourage her to continue. She should stop now. That's fairly straightforward. Yeah. Um, although, you know, there apparently there are like 6,000 people around the world who've done this without any problems. Absolutely. According to Jasmine. But one of her reasons was that um, in the hotel on the first day, it caused her problems of, for long, long-term kind of experiment success because there was pollution and noise and traffic. Is that it? And she gets all the nutrients from the air? 
yeah, all of it. She, uh, she actually, you know, I asked for fresh air. 70% of my nutrients come from fresh air. I couldn't even... Remember, <laughs> where exactly do the other 30% of the nutrients come from? Yeah. What? Wait, where are the other 30% coming from? What What does this mean? What does I, it mean? 70% of my nutrients. If you're a breatharian and you're entering into a diet where you only get 70% of what you should be, <laughs> isn't that... What? Isn't that just backing a losing horse? <laughs> oh, she's uh, just really... Full of inane contradictions. But then, what we saw in the YouTube video, after reading all of this, about the 60-minute um, segment, whatever, she... Um, she was in front of a crowd, again, just kind of meandering around the stage, sharing with them her joy, her recent granddaughter, blah, blah, blah. Apparently she'd been channeling this baby before it was even, you know, with a brain cell, when it was still That's what a, a kind do. of a single cell That's in her daughter's do, womb. You know, yeah, you know yeah. me, if you were just as, you know, as evolved as If I were just unwind and stop yeah. being such a beater. Yeah, if you, you know, if you just actually, you know, stopped, if you stopped eating, God, God you'd see that. If I could just stop eating. What a dick. Wow. Anyway, so she was then, she went, yeah, obviously, I, you know, I travel all over the world. And I thought, hang on, she's on planes. They're big pollutants. She's in airports surrounded by taxis and cars and people and noise. She must be like, she must be hitting those vending machines all the time. <laughs> because I'm I'm guessing that on the recycled atmosphere of, of a self-contained unit like a plane, she doesn't get much of a 70% required nutrients from the air in there. It's mostly fart and secondhand foot smell, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so it's 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 recycled. As oh, that's another brilliant. That just as an aside, we were reading one of my 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 <laughs> lighter life books, which yeah, had a, yeah. a brilliant quote on it, which is kind of about how important water is, and you know that last night's cooking. Yeah, last night's bath water could um no not could be will be tomorrow's um cooking water. What? No, it won't. No, it won't. <laughs> Shut up. No, not unless you. Deliberately make it so and scoop it out <laughs> with a pan. Um, what? No, <laughs> you can't. You can't just get away with such blatant nonsense anymore, can you? And then, in the, in the paragraph beneath that, it did say something like, "If you don't drink water, you will literally die." <laughs> well, so few. Thank God for that. That I was about sense. to give up water, to be honest, <laughs> and, and anything a bit liquidy <laughs> or running. Have, you know, I can't <laughs> yeah. have any like anyone else bath water. It's like, hello, you know. It's like me and me and made this great point. It's like. We, we're in a closed system. Yeah. All there is no new water. Well, you know there are no new. No, we can't. We can't. We can't make more water. You can. You, it's there. It's in the atmosphere. It's in the ground. It's in the seas. It's in the skies. And it changes. Yes, it, it changes, changes where it is. And it's it's part of a of a very very long cleansing cycle that the Earth does itself. You we know, are rain, blessed. Rain. It kind we, of yeah. comes up. It evaporates and but then it comes down again. Yeah. That, oh no! There's ground water. There's water in the Earth. We have a finite number of water molecules, yeah, and 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 so it's you know it's actually Im it's it's imperative that we recycle one that maybe last year's bath water could be tomorrow's vegetable cooking water, but not last night's. Well, you know, Amir, today's today's snow is is yesterday's puddle. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know what you, I don't know what you just said. I but just, it felt I, profound it, it to was, me. It was profound. You know what? The eighty percent. No, that was what really got me. The eighty percent of of me that is water, according to this uh, lighter life book, um, is 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 resounding. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm vibrating with your meaning. You're feeling sick. 
I feel a bit sick myself. Um, Seriously, so I read this, this book. This and is and what we've said, been reading yeah, in our research. Yeah, it it's said, just <laughs> fasting <laughs> brings out the weirdos. It does. It said you have um you have a peculiarly intimate relationship. My God, I've I've got this damn pattern. I read it once, but it made such an impression <laughs> on me. Your body has a peculiarly intimate relationship with water, as is eighty percent water, which kind of that's like saying. You know, you have a peculiarly intimate relationship with an invading army when they've taken over nearly all of your lands, isn't it? It's like, it's not really, you're not really in a relationship anymore. You are them. They are you. They've taken over. And I was like, if you're you're 80% water, the 20% doesn't really have much to bargain with, does it? It's not a relationship per se. It's just the status quo. It's it's what you are. Morons! (laughs) (laughs) So... Someone told me that Prozac was really good. Yeah, (laughs) but you see, I suppose we could we could like move on to the lighter side of yeah, 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 okay. Which is just so so. Well, the lighter side is obviously that they might not survive very long with any luck. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I think the kind of jasmine is is creepy because it's so insidious Mm. and so it's almost plausible and it, she, she tick you know she presses the right kind of buttons and, and what have you and and she said that one of the one of the people who died said you know that perhaps this person who died trying to follow <gasps> breath aerosism was not coming from a place of integrity and perhaps did not have the right motivation wow yeah wow really wow i mean whilst whilst my jaw metaphorically drops once again that just that that quote has kind of produced a whistling landscape, dry as a bone. You know, there are kind of fragments of a lost civilization whirling past. There, are no, there's no thought or fertility there. It's, I, it's just she's blown my mind literally yes. to pieces. Yeah, yeah. I kind of, uh, yeah. I, I have no tumbleweeds we'll, rolling past. We'll just <sighs> let that, let that uh, echo, yeah, for a few seconds, and then move on. Then move on to Wiley Brooks. Deep breath. <laughs> Wiley Brooks, the lighter yeah. side of breatharian, <laughs> who uh, who's the founder of the Breatharian Institute of America, <laughs> who we actually this. like a bit yeah, because well, you know at least it's funny. At least uh, he's so preposterous that you yeah, know, yeah, it's just beyond. And I was kind of like, and I read, I read, I read the entry <laughs> under under Wiley Brooks, and I was like, please tell me this is not true. And lo, I went to his website. Yeah. And it's true. Well, the first thing you see when you come to the Breatharian Institute of America, Ascension by 2012, the Empowered Ascension or Immortality Workshops by Wiley Brooks, spiritual teacher, interdimensional traveler, and founder of the Breatharian Institute of America. The cost is. Interdimensional. Dollars. What? He's an interdimensional traveller, Mia. Have you forgotten about the 3D and the 5D films? Oh, no. It just came back to me. <laughs> it just thudded back on the floor and let me like like, like a hunk of steak. Uh, there it is. There's memory. Ah, you have it now. Thanks. <sighs> now, you see, I I think, you know, that, 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 that Wiley has a, 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 perhaps more of a, um, an accessible uh, approach <laughs> to uh, breatharianism. Yeah. That, you know, he doesn't say, he says, you know, don't, don't try and get all beta. Don't try and get all alpha from beta. Go up to theta straight away. He's like, you know, you've got to ascend. Um, <laughs> breaking yourself in gently. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
So, I mean, I actually know what's on the website. I saw it. Uh, there are words to be chanted, Gloria. There are words. And These I think you're going to have to do it. Yeah, well, hang on. Let, let me just give right. you... Right. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> let me just give you an overview of, of, of his, uh, his ideas, which is that basically um, cows are fifth-dimensional beings or higher that help mankind achieve five-dimensional status by converting three-dimensional food to five-dimensional food. Um, so, yeah. Th so th we have these magic fifth-dimensional words. And here we are. Th here are the five magical fifth-dimensional words. Um, number one. Yeah. Jot Niranjan. Powerful. Mm-hmm. Another two. Omkar. I can feel myself almost levitating with that one. Can you feel that cow levitating into some kind of five-dimensional animal? Can you feel yourself passing dimensions yet? I think it takes a bit more <laughs> practice than that, though. We can't expect to have it all at one, at one go. I think while he's passing some dimensions. Yeah. Into his hand Rar and throwing it at the wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rarankar, Sohang and Satnam. That was the last three that all hit you. And and can I, I'll, I'll just, I think I'm just going to give you it straight from the, the website because his approach to breatharianism is so brilliant. Um, so you, first of all, you have to start meditating with these magic words for at least 30 minutes a day to begin yep. with and increase your meditating time to two hours a day as soon as possible. But anyone who meditates, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, just, just as soon as possible. You know, just go up to two hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you ever bloody mindfulness med meditation? I'm struggling if I'm doing twenty minutes. Repeat them in the exact order that they are. Mm -hmm. Now, here's here's where the key bit of it is. Um, do the meditation exercises. Spell exercise wrong before drinking. <laughs> Lots of Diet Coke in the 20 ounce and one litre sizes with caffeine in the plastic bottles only, along with a double quarter pounder with cheese meal at McDonald's only. Always meditate 30 minutes to an hour before eating. Try and at least eat one meal a day for a while. Go back to my website periodically to see if you can feel the magic after feeling a few paragraphs, reading a few paragraphs. You bet I'm going to be feeling the, feeling the magic <laughs> after I've just drank loads of sugar, fat and salt after not eating anything for ages. Now, now there's an important note here. Do not drink water of any kind or from any source. And most importantly, do not eat any fruits or vegetables during this regime. <laughs> I think I might love him. <laughs> Wiley, you, you're hilarious, man. But he's not, it's not a spoof. It, it is a spoof. Honestly, it have you not heard be. the phone calls with him? Does it, is it? <sighs> if, you go, if you go on YouTube and search, he's... I mean, he's basically put everything down there that makes him infallible because his rules are such that you can't follow them. <laughs> Who has two hours a day? <laughs> Who well, has two know, hours a day to say the same five phrases? Well, you're I mean, get really I bored. Got, and then, and then <laughs> to not eat anything. But <laughs> if I if I said the same five phrases, any five phrases, if I said the the first five burgers on the McDonald's menu all the time for two hours a day, I'd be seeing cows in five dimensions <laughs> as well. To meditate at McDonald's is just so brilliant. <laughs> uh, it it's so brilliant. Uh, you, th there's just there's just so many 
brilliant things about it. <laughs> you look at you. Nobody can see this. Gloria is open mouthed, just going brilliant as she looks down at her laptop, shaking, shaking her head. You know that you've been in a constant mild head shake state for a good hour now. I'm doing. <laughs> Gloria's doing the dismayed, amused head shake, like kind of befuddled side to side. What? Half smile, frowning place. I'm doing the angry head bob. <laughs> you won't believe this. I'm getting the crosser I get, the faster my head's nodding. I'm like one of those crazy dog toys in a car. To be fair, Jasmine would make me quite angry, but um, Wiley, Wiley's yeah. bringing joy <laughs> to, my, to my life. He's brilliant. I think we need to find an alternative. You know, I think we need to find a genuine kind of like breatharian who won't won't make me want to kill them. Yeah, well, no, I'm sorry. I think I think oh, there is there I, is a there I want to be convinced. Others. There are a few others. Um, uh, there's Hero yeah. Ratten Manek. Well, uh, although I think that to be honest, uh, Solar Healing Center, lovely. Uh, no, I, I can't really. Could you just call? I mean, if you want to set up your own little cult or something. Yeah. Um. Could you just call your house a centre? Yeah. You know. And and if you and if you actually can prove that you have regular worship there at, at once a once a week for with more than twenty people, it can be designated a council a a, a place of worship, and you get no you get exempted for council tax. Oh, my God. Yes. We need to talk about this. <laughs> No, we really, really do. That's ace. <laughs> so, what do you wouldn't it be great as if a kind of as a laugh and to get out of paying council tax, we sort of ironically started up some semi-believable like a little cult, oh, and, it's, and it's swept some... through the globe, and yeah. people actually like got on board. I think we definitely need some. I don't know if I can match. I can't match the Breatharian Institute of America. The thing is, I it's think you almost, could. Oh. Irony runs deep in your humour. I think. I think you'd do well. You reckon? You see many levels. I did once. I did. I did also keep for a long time a, a leaflet I was given by Jehovah's Witnesses, which kind of told me about. There was a great paragraph in it, which was basically telling me that when kind of the end of the world comes and you know all yeah. the jehovah's witnesses get ascended and everyone else gets you're going to be crisped yeah i'm going to be crisped um one of the great things about paradise on earth is that there's going to be no snakes and i was thinking man whoever founded the jehovah's witnesses really didn't like snakes because there's a whole paragraph on about how great it's going to be because there's going to be no snakes also there's going to be a great big blue pyramid in the sky apparently yeah well i mean <sighs> jehovah's witnesses you know brilliant like, Hot desert country, surely there were loads of snakes. Yeah. I'm Rattlers not, and such. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, you must know be. It might have something to do with the Bible and the fall and whatever, but, you know, mm. I, I, I prefer to think of it that someone really didn't like snakes. Yeah. So, okay, I'm, let me think I'm about that. I'm not fond of wasps. Mm. Okay. Well, okay, so that's going to be one of the... I'd quite like a wasp free. No, you know what? I'm going to go all humanitarian. I live with the wasps. Let's lose the mosquito. Yes, but no, let's lose a mosquito because then we'll lose malaria. Okay, now we, all we need is some magical way that, you know, that they're not going to be there. Right, right. Um, I know what it is. What is it? Anything that sucks the blood of another is deemed a sinner. Yeah. Cast oh, down no, by oh, God. No, 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 any, no. Any, any living creature. Any living creature. Yeah. Wait. So even like, you know, the kind of, even just the oh, flies. Do you know what this would be? Even horse flies and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, know, and you know what also is really good about that 
It means that there will be no tolerating of vampire mythology. Yeah. That's a little bit tragic for me. But it's okay because I'll just watch David Boreanaz in Bones. You see, this is it. Gloria, Gloria, Gloria's had like vampire lust on for years, well before we all jumped in there with Twilight and True Blood. Yeah, um, come on, I'm, you know, she, I'm she, back. She, she, she was day. down with Angel. I was down back with when Angel. it was, you know, kind of a bit underground. Oh, I was down with Angel. When I when I say underground, I mean you know in a bunker filled with <laughs> women of a certain type of romantic, deluded fantasy. I don't know. <laughs> Swooning what over you pictures mean. of David. Ariola. <laughs> you mean to my David? <laughs> I'm, my name is David. I am a vampire. I have a sword for my eyes. <laughs> he, he has he has like that dark line instead of eyes. He has I brow. Know. And underneath the brow, it is a dark line. Craggy. His eyes are just not distinguishable. He's going to have to be incorporated in somewhere. Like as a kind of, you know, anti vampire thing. Right, right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think... It's all coming together. Yeah. <laughs> all we need now is some stupid dietary requirement. We only live on pies. All we <laughs> need is pies. <laughs> that, that's really nice. But I was thinking something like, you know how dairy's been hard hit recently? Yeah. Everyone's gone off dairy. You have to have dairy with every meal. <laughs> oh, yes! Yeah. You have Brilliant. to somehow incorporate dairy. And yes. you see, that's actually easy because a lot of people have sandwiches all the time. The lactose toleration yeah. society. Can we have a tiny mouse god? Oh, yeah, <laughs> all right. But the thing is, a mouse, even even if, if it wasn't tiny, would not would stop being cute and defenseless and start being terrifying if it was a bit larger. Yeah, no, like no, no. The no, shape no. of its mouth, even the eyes. Tiny, even tiny, my mouse god is pretty terrifying. Yeah. Look at it. Does Look he have a wrinkled, desiccated face? No, no, he's quite fat. Is he like Pinky from Pinky in the Brain? A little bit, maybe. Oh. Tall and willowy, or is he more like Brain with bulging, veined eyes? No <coughs> bulging, veined eyes. He's just kind of possibly looks a little bit. Do you know, this reminds me, <laughs> you, your mouse god reminds me of a story I read, and I'm sorry if I'm just ruining this for everybody. Uh, we're going off on a complete tangent, but it's, you know, it's January. Um, and to be fair, that was quite a serious episode. We, yeah, you need was. to give a little bit of, you I, know, I just uplift. have to get this out. I read a Stephen King story, and it's about a guy who takes overtime in this weird old mill. Ew, I say weird, it's just an old mill. He takes and overtime. Overtime, as in, no, he doesn't take overtime itself. <laughs> he... He takes an overtime shift and the shift is to, to go sort of beneath the floors in the parts of the mill they don't really use anymore in production and, and have a clean out because they've noticed that the rats are getting awfully fat and, um, and that, you know, they need to get down there and hose them out and they've got this power hose. And he's saying, um, it's kind of like Stephen King creates this, this myth of a rat. It's disgusting. Basically, there are rats down there that can fly, that have evolved wings in the dark and are blind, scurrying, flying things. And then he finds the queen rat. And she's a sort of... He, 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 he imagines her like the kind of the producing, pulsing abdomen of an alien dropping eggs at a furious rate. You know, just this, just this production line. This blind, screaming, open-mouthed, cavernous, white horror of a rat kind of morph beyond anything we would recognise and he comes face to face with it and it's basically it's just kind of you know a typical Stephen King turns your stomach is that what your mouse king is like? <laughs> no no it's not he's kind of fluffy <laughs> and fat might be a little bit like a Santa Claus but 
a mouse. So not a faceless kind of, not a blind white screaming horror. No. No, right, okay. No, no, no screaming. <laughs> no screaming. I imagine that she sounds like this. <laughs> no, he sounds like this. I am your mascot. Oh, in fact, it sounds a bit like, <laughs> it, it sounds a bit like Benji Mouse. Benji Mouse. Oh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. There's two white mice oh. who are like actually, uh, long story, but they kind of go, and they kind of go, quite frankly, the thought of doing it all over again gives me the screaming heebie-jeebies. You know what I mean? So maybe my mouse got, my mouse got. That is so funny. <laughs> oh, but I, think, I am the mouse king. Oh, before me. I think I would only appreciate that it tries Guide to the Galaxy if you would read it out to me and do all the characters' voices. <laughs> I think we should have a vote. Get Gloria <laughs> to, to to read it. No, 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 no. An episode of Gloria reading the Hitchhiker's no, Guide to the Galaxy. No, because there's, there's a radio series which is awesome and you can get is it. Is it good? It's really good. Because people are massive fans of Douglas Adams and I've never really, really ever gotten into it. I think I tried to read a page and I was like, oh, this is crazy. I need to put it down. It's messing with my mind. Radio, radio series. Radio series is, is awesome. Can, can I just also say? Okay. You, rat, rat queen. Yeah. I raise you rat king. Rat king. Have you heard of a rat king? Have I heard of a rat king? It's when the tails of rats all become tangled together and they're like some kind of horrendous, uh, like crawling mess. And um and, and the, the the folklore was that they'd grow together when joined at the tails. And uh yeah, and they're supposed to spread plague. A rat king. It's called a rat king, and it can actually happen. What? You can't just throw things in there like your body has a peculiar relationship with water. Mm. It can actually happen. <laughs> I, I saw it last week. I saw it. No, was was that a bunch of students on some kind of fancy dress pub crawl? Or was it actually a rat king? A bunch of tails knotted together crawling down the road. Um, what? It, it can actually happen, she there's, says there's with authority. Some, there's, some, there's some examples of mummified rat kings. If you just type in rat king are you kidding internet, me i am not kidding you if 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 when you say mummified is this like a 14 tv thing or are they genuine sort of paleontologists who can verify they're actually actually oh oh check this out it was found in 1828 in a miller's fireplace <gasps> da, da, da. Uh, i bet that inspired stephen king's rat stories because he did because he's done a couple of rat based stories or at least stories that feature horrid rats oh god i have to say the picture is absolutely gross and and they can actually get entangled i'm gonna have to see that yeah it, it's maybe fine. not now because i want to save my vomit for when we're not recording yeah that, that sounds like a good idea well on that frightening and horrible image yeah. wait let's just let's just re return to the rat to, to the to the mouse god no uh, rat kings mouse god mouse god 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 you've mouse gone too god. far with this already i can just sense it <laughs> this is going to last for you as an idea isn't it yeah. it's going to be part of your own little folklore yeah go ahead <laughs> I decree there are no rat kings. Be gone, I smite you. Um, <laughs> so, you people, people must think we're always drunk. We, ha we honestly haven't had a drink with this one. No, no, no. There was some coherent ranting in there, me. Yeah, there was yeah. some coherent ranting. Um, yeah, I hope I hope we haven't been too hard on that one. But really, charlatans. Honestly, yeah. the lot of them. Jazz, we've got our eye on you. Stop. You know, stop. Just stop. Just stop. On and and and, Breatharian Institute of America. Yeah. 
kind we, of salute we you. We do kind of in salute your you. madness. But um, we think you're crazy, yeah. Yeah, we've been, we've been crazy. And um, I, I've been Gloria Lind. I've been Mia Steele. And uh, this has been Crimes Against Food. Um, you can listen to us on iTunes or on www.simplysyndicated.com. And there's also some forums on there and all the back issues of the shows and all sorts of good stuff that you should get yourself down to so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. um we'll be back soon and uh take care thank Bye. you